0: hello hello it's chandra and welcome back to sunshine on a dime the travel podcast bringing you resources tips and stories from my travel experiences to help make your travel dreams a reality All right, so today I am rejoined with Hannah Barron, who is a Boston University senior now. Oh boy. An avid traveler (laughs) and hiker. And uh, I'm saying rejoined because you may or may not remember her from an episode we did way back in season one. Oh
1: my goodness. Yeah,
0: about travel after a semester abroad. So if you haven't listened to that one, definitely add it to your list um, after this one. So... Welcome back. It's awesome to have you in the studio again. Yeah,
1: it's so great to be here. It's a great place to be.
0: You are, I think, honestly, you are the, like, the only person that has been physically in this studio with me for the podcast.
1: The entirety? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I remember you said that last time I was on, and you were so excited about it. I can't believe that's still the case. I'm still so
0: excited. I
1: mean, that's the only problem with having a travel podcast. Is, yeah, all your, (laughs) I guess that makes sense. Everyone you want to talk to is just gallivanting around the world. It's awesome, but it's also a lot of Zoom yeah so
0: yeah we i'm excited to have you back i'm excited to have like another bu student in the room like i know we have kind of a lot in common in the sense of like we have the same major yes co-journalism um
1: and also travel we love to travel that's true we do have a lot in common
0: (laughs) so i don't know at this point like i think we're we're on different ends of a similar path of like you know we've both at this point now taken a gap year either before college or kind of right smack dab in the middle of it yeah or more like towards the end yeah (laughs) but yeah yeah um but yeah no I'm excited to bring you back on today just to kind of have a conversation about like what you've been doing talking about you know I just I feel like the norm for people usually for travel is to kind of think about the gap year in terms of like pre-college or
1: post-college yes yes it is and you know if i wish i did one pre-college i wish i did several gap years pre-college um yeah i talked a lot a lot about this last time i was on this show um i think that gap years can be super useful for you to learn a lot about like yourself and the world and how you function and All of these different things, and I really wish that I'd taken that time before college or, like, early in my college career to kind of learn those things and figure those things out. Um, I think that those things, yeah, I think travel can teach you a lot, and it's really useful. And, yeah, the decisions that you make when you're 18 years old and have lived in your parents' house your whole entire life are, surprise, surprise, not always going to be the best decisions for you as an adult. (laughs) So, um, yeah, take those gap years, guys do some experimenting um
0: yeah i mean i obviously this is like what i've been trying to tell people as much as possible because i took my own gap year um totally not planning to do that and then but i feel like a like a conversation i have a lot of times with people now like we're in college Mm -hmm. and kind of the idea of like people maybe haven't taken a gap year and so when i tell them that i did mine They're like, ah, you know, damn, like, I wish I did that, you know, in COVID or whatever circumstances. Like, I wish I did that and I didn't. Yeah. And I feel like you're someone that, like, wished you did that and then you did. And then I did. So tell me about,
1: like, what the heck that was. Oh, oh, my God. It was so fun. Well, okay, it didn't end up being everything that I wanted it to be for a number of reasons. First of all, it didn't end up being what I wanted it to be because I was – I only had one year of school left at that point and I didn't really have – the chance to, like, eva- reevaluate what I'm doing in college and-, and, you know, maybe see if I wanted to take it in a different direction. Mm-hmm. I'd kind of resign myself to my future. Um, uh, But it was... Resign yourself to your future. Well, not resign myself <laughs> to my future, and to- like, completely. I more meant, like, resigned myself to the idea that, like, I just have one more year that I have to finish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, no, it definitely did help me, like, reevaluate what I'm doing post-grad and everything and what life can look like, and I'm sure we'll talk about that. Nice. Um, yeah, but um, all in all, it was a really great experience, 10 out of 10, super glad I did it, would recommend to everyone else, Yeah. So, for anyone that doesn't know, which I think is most people
0: listening right now, what oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> yeah, that's probably a pretty important question for me to answer, huh? So, um, I got the Boston, Boston Globe co-op for Ooh. the first six months of my year off. Um, I was on the copy desk, which was really great. It was a lot of fun. I don't know if it's like a super sustainable career path. But um, it was really great. It was part of the reason that my parents kind of allowed me to take because, yeah, my parents are being very, very kind and very, very generous in funding my college education. And um, that is why I couldn't really take a year off earlier because, yeah, the finances and everything were kind of in their hands. And if I didn't want to live the rest of my life in debt, you know, I'd have to kind of do what they wanted me to do. But getting that co-op really helped them, um, yeah, allow me to. Do what i had to do um and the co-op was really fun i loved working with people there um it was really great not being in school it was really great that like my time when i clocked out was like mine yeah um and i could do with it what i want to what i wanted to do i didn't have like homework or anything hanging over my head which was really nice but anyway the co-op's not the part that you want to hear about what you want to hear about is what i did afterwards um i spent some time traveling i moved into my subaru Crosstrek, um built a little bed in there had some storage That's amazing um and um yeah i caravan with my friend davy hi davy shout out davy <laughs> um who now lives in a converted ambulance um when we met we met when i was on a month-long road trip from LA to Seattle, we met in Sequoia National Park. And when I met him, he was living in his PT Cruiser and he had a drum set on the roof of the PT Cruiser. And I was like, I don't know who that belongs to, but that person needs to be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um. yeah, that's how we met. And then we ended up just like really hitting it off, Um. kind of maintained a relationship over the course of, what was it, like a year? I don't even know, but. Yeah, by the time I took my year off, we were, you know, still really, really good friends. And so, yeah, we ended up traveling together and it was a great time. Dang. Spent like two months on the road. Um, Yeah, and before that, I worked at like a farm and that was really fun. But yeah, anyway, went to a lot of places, did yeah. a lot of fun things, lots of cool traveling, different type of traveling than the traveling we talked about last time I was here. Last time I was here, we talked about, yeah, traveling abroad with a backpack and now I'm traveling around... The us in a car
0: i love it i mean this is definitely something we've been exploring a bit more on the podcast um
1: yeah i know that you're not a big a big van life slash road trip person not yet you... i have never done that before you should it's, it's on my time. list it's
0: absolutely on my list but so you took your gap year between junior and senior year yeah i did yeah. yes okay um what now but what, what i just i really love about your gap year is that you did something like super I mean for anyone that doesn't know like taking a Boston Globe co-op is like super sick in the journalism world <laughs> for college students it's like what all the college students are like talking about at least at BU in the journalism department is like getting this co-op so yeah what I what I just think is like so awesome is that you like did something super like journalism badass and then you like went and you like lived in some dude's ambulance <laughs> I did do that yeah um which I just I love like that balance that's something that I'm always trying to like chase and I'm always trying to like tell
1: people exists yeah balance is something I really struggle with too I think that like the one thing that I haven't really done is work from the road Mm -hmm. like work while traveling um I'm, like, an all-or-nothing type person. Like, when I'm working, yeah, I'm I have a lot of trouble, like, taking time off and, like, going on little trips. Yeah. I'm trying to be better about that this year. Um, Just came back from Acadia. It was a lot of fun. I love Acadia. Um, Yeah, so I'm trying to be better about that. But, yeah, I, like, I'm either working or I'm not working. And I haven't really tried working from the road. Yeah. Um, So that kind of balance I'm really trying to find. But I was, like, if I'm not going to do that... I might as well just, you know, go all in with the productivity and then go all out with the productivity. No more productivity. I mean,
0: I don't know. Something that I've been realizing more is, like, I feel like I've been chasing this idea of, like, how can I find the perfect balance of, like, having everything you know like I want to travel full-time I want to work full-time I want to like do all the things and have it all at the same time and the thing I keep doing is not at all that like I'll be like full-on in school like driving myself crazy and then I'll be like so burnt out I'll go travel and like get all that craziness out and then like do it again and be like bumping back and
1: forth yeah but I also don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. And I think there's <laughs> ways to, like, build that into your life, too. Like, go, getting on the... Part of what I really wanted to get out of, of, like, my big road trip was just seeing all of the different types of lifestyles, all of the alternative types of ways that people live. Yeah. Um, and there are, like, so many options out there. Like, yeah, you don't have to, like, have a remote 9 to 5 from the road in order to be able to sustain yourself. There's, like seasonal work is a thing you know i think that i've learned that i'm very much like you and that yeah i do one than the other i can't really do both at the same time i really struggle with moderation
0: (laughs) yeah that's something that i've been learning i just feel like i see so much at least on social media like the people who are able at least able to show people online that they're doing it all and then i just the way i'm really realizing I'm living my life is that I can't do that I love I love the intensity of the on and the off and I think that that's just something that you know people are living that way and it's like a lot of people not in the U.S. yeah who have longer vacation time are totally living that way
1: yeah yeah it's possible life can be what you what you want it to be life can be what you need it to be that's the other thing I'm trying to like yeah is like, this isn't a want, this isn't something I can opt out of, like, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to work this into my life as like, yeah, travel, time on and off, these things are necessary to me, and I need to build them into my life, um, yeah, yeah, and so whatever your needs are, however you need to live, it's, it's possible you can do it. So it was like, so what was the big driving
0: force of you being like, you kind of chopped your college experience,
1: right, well okay yeah so number one was if i wanted to take time off this was like yeah i wish i could have done it earlier but i couldn't have and i'll take what i can get Mm -hmm. but also just like the burnout like i was just so goddamn tired i just could not take it anymore Mm -hmm. i just like i didn't like what i was doing i didn't feel like i had i couldn't really see a future for myself that i enjoyed i like It was, like, just really necessary. I just, like, couldn't work anymore. I was having trouble, like, taking care of myself. I didn't really have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. And I just needed to do something and be somewhere that wasn't where I was and what I was doing. Yeah. And it worked. Like, coming back, I have a much better idea of what my future looks like. I have, I, like yeah working has it's been much easier to like deprioritize work and it's also just been like it was just a much needed break I was really worried about coming back into this because like oh my brain's been shut off for a year like doing schools it was impossible to do school when I left and it's going to be impossible to do it again but it was I was really surprised to find that it was easier I could just do it
0: I think that like the the impressive thing about what you've done and what I feel like I've also started to figure out is like the fact of listening to the burnout and not pushing past it, like it's so much easier said than done. And I'm sure both of us have obviously pushed past that point of burnout. Yeah. Maybe three, four, a million times in our lives. And like, for me, listening to that burnout this summer was taking, not taking the internship again. And it sounds like for you, it was taking that time off yeah,
1: um, it definitely was. I mean, honestly, I don't mean to get too personal on here or anything, but I feel like it got to the point where I didn't have a choice but to listen to it. Yeah, it got to the point where like it became like a health issue. Like it be almost became like a health emergency. Like I had to take, I had to take a bu- like three incompletes. I had or two. I don't even remember anymore. I honestly blocked that whole period of my life out. It was like really dark. I had a lot of trouble like moving i wasn't going to class i wasn't yeah i just like could not do it i needed to be around people and in places that nourished me i felt like yeah boston in school was just kind of like sucking the life out of me um yeah Yeah. it was just like not a pretty place to be i considered just like dropping in the middle of the semester um but no i made it through i finished my incompletes and i just took some time to like Oh my god, it was, it was, it truly was, like, I feel like a completely different person because of it, um, and it's not at all shameful, like, and yeah, I think that also working, like, working at the Globe was much better than doing school, because again, I had time off, I didn't have anything hanging over my head, like, it was a lot more manageable, I still felt, like, rested, and I was, yeah, I had, like, people, I was surrounded by good people, like, even that was better than Yeah, just like being in school and grinding and and yeah pushing myself and continuing to push myself yeah
0: for me i get so much drive and passion from being in school Mm -hmm. but the second that that flips and instead of like doing work and that causing me to get more energy it started like draining it yeah and i was like mid-semester and i was like oh my gosh this is not good i'm not like i can't be burnt out yet we have like more time to go yeah and that was like the scary deterioration of like just pushing like let me get to the end of this semester so I can take a break and when I went abroad I was worried I was like worried I was worried when I went to Mexico and I was worried when I went this summer to Israel and Italy that I, yeah, I've been
1: following your adventures on your podcast. <laughs>
0: it's been amazing. So amazing. <laughs> but I was worried both of those times when I left, like, serious, serious burnout from school. And the fear was that I wasn't... I don't, like, when you're in that headspace of being so worn down, you're like, I can't imagine being in school and having this be fun anymore.
1: Yeah. I think that I reached that point, too. I think I was honestly always pretty academically driven, and I was so excited to go to college. Um I think that's also another part of the reason where I didn't feel like a gap year was even an option for me because, well, it was like a number of reasons, but yeah, I really was just like excited to like, you know, sit in a room full of people who are interested in the same things that I'm interested in and just have intellectual conversations. And like, yeah, I mean that, the idea of that excited me. Um, And I was really excited about school for the first like year, maybe year and a half, year or two. But it really did stop being fun. It really did start being impossible to do. Um, Yeah. And so
0: my fear was like that I'm not going to get to a place where I'm excited about this. And so in my summers... There was kind of always this, like, nagging piece of my, like, in the back of my head, like, what if I don't want to come back? What if I want to keep traveling forever? And... So many,
1: my parents were so scared of that. Really? That was a huge reason they didn't <laughs> want me taking a gap year. They're like, you're just not going to want to finish school. And yeah. I was like, well, I don't want to finish school now. So, <laughs> like, well, so it's I don't either... know what taking a year off is going <laughs> to yeah. do. It's either going to help or hurt. Yeah. Whatever that means could be different <laughs> things. We'll see. Yeah. Um,
0: but for me, it like, thank goodness, I think in a lot of ways, I felt like that kind of rejuvenation and then that like re-excitement of like let me take a break so i can come back fresh yeah uh, yeah and did, it, did that work for you it did both times thank goodness it did
1: it really uh, doesn't seem like it would but somehow you come back and you're like oh i can actually function i, yeah. I wonder how that happened
0: <laughs> right and so i think that's why like listening to the burnout is so like whatever that means for someone it doesn't yeah. mean like you have to go take a trip it doesn't mean anything but like Listening to it because there comes a point where, like, I just started kind of feeling numb to it.
1: Yeah, totally. And yeah, it does come down to, like, why are you pushing past it? Yeah. Why is that something you value? Why is that someone thing that people in your life value? Why is that something society values? Like, why is pushing yourself beyond, you know, your exhaustion something that you want to do, something that you value doing? Like, does that, you know, I don't know. I think it, it comes down to questioning that. Like, is that really admirable or is that just sad? <laughs>
0: like, yeah. You know? And
1: the weirdest part, I think, was that, like,
0: I started not feeling like myself. Yeah. You know, it was like, I remember who I am when I'm passionate about school or when I'm traveling and I love that person. I love who I am able to embody there, like what pieces of myself I'm able to bring forward. Mm-hmm. And then when I get into that space of just feeling like that exhaustion from school Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a different person yeah and I feel like if I kept allowing that burnout to push forward I would just kind of sink into normalizing who that new person is or that person versus the person I remember who I love embodying when I feel more alive
1: yeah um I'm that's so interesting that you say that I honestly think that I might be forever changed because I pushed through my burnout for so long. I might have, like, become a completely different person because of it. Um, Like, I think that I might have, like, tipped that edge. Like, you fear that you're just, like, gonna forever be that person who's numb to it and, like, numb to a lot of things. And I honestly feel like that might have happened to me. I do feel like when I'm traveling, I'm a completely different person um and I like that person yeah I like her a lot um but yeah it's just really hard for me to get excited about school the way that I used to it's really hard for me to get excited about things that aren't traveling and being that person that I love um and I don't think that's a bad thing honestly I think that I can just like go be her for as long as I can or want to Yeah. yeah I mean at this point in life, like follow what makes
0: you feel like that it's kind of sense of like something's pulling you somewhere you yeah. know that's I mean at least that's how I've been feeling and the fact that like me I keep getting pulled back to school so that's where I am and that's yeah. what I love but if that changes at some point like
1: yeah who knows follow that yeah yeah I think well have you thought about what you kind of want to do post post grad post school you don't have, obviously you don't have, yeah. to have thought about it but I don't
0: know just curious no I mean that's the question like people ask me quite a bit now and, yeah i know
1: i'm sorry <laughs> no i mean it's
0: the interesting thing is now like especially in pof- like professional context i feel this pressure to give some sort of tangible answer but the reality of it is i have no idea and that is the most exciting thing to me mm. that i don't have this perceived plan of what i want to do or be in the future because the reality of it is of it is that I'm changing every day yeah I'm learning new things every trip every whatever and so if I keep pushing toward that end goal yeah when I'm moving different ways
1: yeah I'm just not gonna end up where I'm supposed to end up you're so right I think that flexibility is something we don't value enough um yeah the person that you I think a lot of people start planning on how to be hireable and where they're gonna apply and everything like that like pretty early on in their college career, people start asking them, they feel pressured to have an answer. Um, Yeah, I think being flexible, listening to your brain and your body, listening to the universe, I don't know, like to what opportunities arise and to what you feel called to, like, um, yeah, I think that that's, I think we're all gonna be productive, the most productive and the best people we can possibly be when we follow what makes us happy, when we do something we're passionate about.
0: Hello, hello. If you're not doing so already, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Sunshine Dime Podcast. And please turn on those notifications right now to make sure you don't miss any Sunshine Sundays coming up. Yeah, so how are you? I mean, thinking about it, you're slowly leaving your your BU
1: career. Is that scary? Is that exciting? It is scary. Um and it is exciting. Right now, I'm really excited about the prospect of doing the conservation corps. So what is that? To balance all of those things. So the conservation core, it's like living in the woods and like whether you're, you know, clearing trees, making trails okay, or, cool. you know, doing like, yeah, whatever kind of conservation work needs to be done in the area. You're doing it. It's dirty and gross and miserable in the best way. Yeah, I think the idea of doing that has me really excited. Just like being around a bunch of young queer people in the woods, camping and having a good time, um, being fed and housed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that the idea of doing that is really exciting to me right now. So, yeah, I think right now I'm craving like feeling at home with someone, but that's like yeah, that's like me. That's me now, you know, and um, yeah, I'm sure that'll change. And, and yeah, what you're doing is so exciting and so fun. And no, I definitely get the hype.
0: It's such a valid feeling and valid something to be searching for. And
1: I yeah. mean, the idea
0: of being able to do that in national parks with like a bunch of awesome people. Yeah, that's exciting.
1: Yeah, I think when you're traveling, you definitely meet a lot of people and you don't feel alone you know, you're constantly surrounded by people, but I think it can feel lonely sometimes, especially if you do it for an extended period of time. Um, it's to just be like, yeah, surrounded by people, but not feel like really yeah. deeply connected to them, you know, kind of like a water, water all around, not a drop to drink kind of situation. Um, yeah, I think right now I'm really interested in figuring out how to travel and never be alone without feeling lonely. It's a, I mean, it's an interesting task.
0: and It's an interesting topic. You know, I haven't solo traveled in a couple of years, which is so crazy to me. Life yeah, been you're been... like
1: miss solo travel.
0: I know it's been a <laughs> while. Um, and so I'm about to like plan a solo trip soon. And it's going to be a really interesting transition back to it mm-hmm. because it, it brings a lot of power, but it also like brings a lot of confronting that sense of, you know, surrounded by people. None, none of them know you yeah yeah exciting and scary exciting i'm excited and scary. but yeah thank you hannah for coming on the podcast yeah, of course. again thank you for having me i just i love sitting down with other college kids especially in person yes so in fun is very nice i love like having you across the room and just like talking mm-hmm. instead of like through a computer screen mm-hmm. it makes a difference it does yeah so thanks for coming on thanks was, for having me an awesome awesome conversation yeah it's been it's been a pleasure yeah (laughs) and for anyone who is listening make sure that you have that notification button turned on i know i do amazing (laughs) so that you're not missing any episodes that are coming out make sure you're following us on instagram because we'll be keeping you posted on all of the content and stuff to come and i hope you're having a wonderful sunday we are we're recording this on a sunday yeah and you'll be listening to this on a sunday so until next time